This is the Deering Acting Studio Podcast, where we discuss the connection between life and acting. All right, welcome back, everybody. I am Matthew Deering here with Shay Temple and Joey Sweeney. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, you guys? Happy Monday. Glad to be here. Shay having a little trouble with the microphone yeah. <laughs> stand? <laughs> I figured it out, though. We're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so we are we are here at a Monday. It's that's crazy. It's post post Valleywood. Oh man. <laughs> you know what's interesting is the both of you started just about this time last year. Yeah. Where was it the second Valleywood or the Yeah. Okay. For me it was, yeah. It was the first for me. First for you, okay. So so um so really this was the first Valleywood for the two of you going through the process of what we do as like actual team members right Mm -hmm. from beginning to end how was that well during when I first came came in I was um directing a play at a community for for a kids community program um over on my side of the world and I was it was me and one other director with about 50 to 75 kids every day um, and it was a very different experience. And then I came in, and, and as this team does, they just so lovingly threw me in and said, go take care of the kids. And it was such a different experience because everybody was so loving and having a great time, and it was such a positive, light experience. And I remember thinking, like, that I really wanted the the kids and the teenagers to to like me. And by the end of the week, I had made tiny little human friends. This is last year. Yeah, last year. <laughs> and it was such a cool experience because I was only there for a couple of days just helping out, trying to do whatever I could to be an extra set of hands. And it was crazy last year to to say even my tiny bit of help made a difference in somebody's um, somebody's camp experience. And this, this year was... And now, and now a year later, have you gotten over that idea of wanting to be liked? Oh, totally. By the kids? Yeah. It was totally different. Well, I was coming from an experience where I was put in a position to be kind of like the the bad guy, um, and I probably had made myself that. Like in the what? What are you talking about? Like I was in the in the other play that I was directing. Oh, got some it. of the kids were. And remember, I had shared that with you. Like the kids had kind of um, grown to be a little bit scared of me because mm-hmm. we had to get stuff done. We were doing a musical in four days, like an entire full length musical. And, and I felt like the kids had kind of been a little bit freaked out by my authority. And I didn't want that to be the case here. Um, and it wasn't, and I was just able to help out and do what I do best, which is just make kids smile. No, but, but how did the kids feel about you at the other camp? At first, um, <laughs> I don't, I, they honestly, I'll, I'll be really, really honest. And a lot of the kids did like speeches at the very end in front of this group of 300 parents. Right. And they were like, oh, Miss Shea was really scary at the beginning, but we just absolutely love her. And, and she yeah. really got us working and stuff like that. But that was my experience with kids. That was it. I had also taught on the reservation where I was dealing with kids that came from a really rough place that needed a lot of authority and a lot of, um, discipline. Mm-hmm. So I was coming from that very high up, like, kind of, have to. I had to be bad cop a lot. See, I love that. And the thing is, that the, what people don't understand, and I'm glad that you now get this, is kids love discipline. As a matter of fact, adults love discipline. And they think they don't, and they want to rebel against you or whatever, but they need, they need some sort of boundaries, and they want someone to set those boundaries. 
So yeah, they, they might hate you on day one, but they love you by day four. Totally. And that means you're doing your job. So if we think about our place, uh, if, if last year you made a couple of tiny human connections, this year you were running the show. Yeah. And the kids here needed to just do what they were told. Yeah. And they all loved you universally, 110% of the kids, because I'm including Champ in that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and part of the big thing that I came into with this camp, because this camp, it's it's a fun summer thing, but we make a movie in three and a half days. Like, there's no time for messing around. Like, this is still a huge experience. They're getting teaching six hours a day um, from either one of us or the, the collective team of us five people. And... Um, I wanted to be the same Shay that they saw in the classroom as they did in Valleywood. Nothing changes. You know what I mean? They're still getting that same amount of discipline and fun um, and learning experience. Well, and, and you're, you're just your authentic self, though, too. Right. You know? I, always, I, I always caution Shay when you say the, the thing where you're like, I wanted to be this or I wanted them to see this. Because the, the truth is, like, I want you to release that completely. And just realize that like who you are is incredible and you just have to be you. Yeah. And and it's a Thank win. You. Go ahead, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm learning that. I'm I'm slowly learning that that you don't have to kind of because that was the hardest thing when I first started teaching was like, I need to be at this level or I need to be down here or I need to go in and put on a, a show essentially. Yeah. And that's just not where I'm at anymore. And it's, it's sort of like just, just understanding that you don't want to set that goal. Like it shouldn't even be a goal that, that I want the students to think of me a certain yeah. way. Lose that. Yeah. And I actually think you have. You just accidentally say it still sometimes. But, yeah. But that's something I've noticed in your teaching and where you've just expanded completely, where you let go of what people think of you. Mm-hmm. And, that, and now all of a sudden everyone loves you because you don't care. Right. You just want them to get better. And that they're just all over you. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, can I, I want something up for debate here. So Brian and I were sitting, um, we went to two of our students, um, Bella and Azra, um, in our kids program, were a part of the production of Once at Phoenix Theater Company, so I got the chance to see the show twice. And Which is kind of a big deal, huge, right? I mean, they, they're the only... Huge. Were they the only child actor in the play? or The only child actor, and there was three girls who played the part, and, and two of our students were two and, of them. And this is a professional-level yes. theater company, from yes. what I understand yeah. and what I saw online. And absolutely one of one of the most magical shows I have ever had the chance to see. And I got to see it twice, and it was even better getting to see it and watch it the second time. And the fact that our, our students were there um, was was amazing. And so I went and saw it for the first time by myself day one. And then I went with, uh, Brian day two. And I sat, I said to him, I said, do you, would you go to like a play or like a movie, like by yourself? And he goes, yeah. And I've, I've done it. And I said, so have I. And people think it's weird to go to a performance or a movie by yourself. And I just wanted to bring that up for discussion and see what you guys think about that. Joey. Oh, geez. (laughs) I would say it's not weird, but I wouldn't do it. I because of the alone. fear of what? Okay. Yeah. Because of the fear of being like alone. Yeah, I absolutely hate it, and gotcha. I love having somebody to talk to, having somebody around, and the human connection. Like, I don't even know. I think I went to a movie once, tried to go by myself, <laughs> walked out <laughs> right after the previews, and was just like, "Nope, not happening." No way. <laughs> it was it was Jurassic Park. 
Oh, well, come on. I mean, you were, how old were you? Uh, I was like 15. <laughs> Jurassic World, the first one with Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. So that's when you felt like you needed to have, like, friends. Joey's like, I can do yeah. this by myself. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody, you probably couldn't drive, so somebody dropped you off? No, I was, uh, I was probably 16. Because oh, okay. I, I remember driving there. Um, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a good time. It wasn't a good time. Well, Joey still has a thing with this. We were just talking about it today. <laughs> Excuse me. He's, he's not a huge fan of being alone, right, Not a Joey? big alone guy. Nope, not. For sure. Not a big alone guy. So what do you do, Joey? How do you how do you deal with things? I mean, aren't there times that you want to or need to be alone to, to like, process a feeling of some kind? Nope. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking during the day. I'm not talking about at night when it's dark or you're going into a dark theater and there's dinosaurs. I'm just mean, like, you know. Aren't there times you're like, I just need a minute to be by myself? Not really, no. You know, I can back that up honestly, because... Honestly, like, I I just don't. Like, people say, like, oh, yeah, I need my alone time, and I'm like, oh, that's, like, a weird thing to say because no. I, I don't need that. Like, so you called me, he called me this morning, me. and I sent him one of those automated messages because I was on the phone with my mom, and I was on my way here, and I said, I'm on my way. And he said, oh, no worries. I was just calling to, to say good morning and, like, talk to you. <laughs> and it was it was so sweet it was so sweet and he does it like we, we we will just finish like a half hour conversation about something deep right and then we'll be like okay good night and i'll be on my way home and you're talking call. about you and joey yeah and he'll call <laughs> it sounds like you and joey yeah. <laughs> well, no and he'll call and he'll be like just just wanted to finish our conversation like he just doesn't enjoy being by himself yeah it's it's awful it's the worst thing ever Okay. All right. That's well, totally fair. Yeah. That's that's why I brought it up because everybody has a different feeling about that. And I mean, I mean, I get that like some people are totally the opposite, and I respect that. But for me personally, I don't know if it's like from my past or whatever, but I just I I hate it so much because like it's time that you could be spending with somebody else who you care about or is who who is close to you, and instead you're sitting there like by yourself, just like chilling. And that's like, like why, you know? <laughs> but don't you feel like more productivity gets done when you're alone? Not necessarily, actually. Really? Yeah. I mean, of course, it depends on the person. Yeah. So, like, if I hang out with my five-year-old cousin, of course, I'm not going to get anything done. But I'll no, be but I mean, like, having him, someone else you know? around that's like in your realm of people. Absolutely not. To you, use your, you still want to be phrase. Absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. So so my opinion yeah. is I think that going to a show by yourself is not weird. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's sort of a luxury that I have not been able to even right. think about for a really long time. Right. Um, but, but then again, I'm with Joey on the, on the sense of I don't know that I would want to if I had the choice. Right. So... If, if I thought to myself, okay, I could go to this show by myself or I could go with my wife or one of you, I, I would prefer to have the other person. Totally. Sort of, like, sort of like watching a game. If I was watching a sporting event and I'm by myself watching it, it's sort of like, okay, it's fine. You know what? That's the only thing I could do alone. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that. But hold on, but hold on. It, would you rather, though, would you rather watch the game by yourself or would you rather watch with another fan who's just as excited and into the game as you are? I mean, or would you rather be at the stadium with a bunch of other fans and everyone's cheering and you get the energy of the people? Here's right? the thing. No one is excited as I am. 
is <laughs> as exciting. <laughs> However, I still enjoy being with people more, but that is the one thing where I can like I can turn on a TV and watch a Cardinal game and be like, all right, we're chilling. And 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 actually, maybe that's the thing because you're so into it, <laughs> yeah. That other people ruin that experience for right. you. Yeah, probably. Interesting. So we so we've just broken through a little bit of therapy yeah, with Joey we, here. We smashed the glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. Job. Yeah. So so that's amazing though. The two of our students were in that show. Tell yes. us about the show really quick. Is it still running? Uh, no, it closed yesterday, um, and I think it opened on May twenty fourth. So they had like a a really good long run, and. Um, such a great show and what the coolest thing was is there were probably uh 12 um maybe less cast members and everybody had um every single person played an instrument or two wow so there was no orchestra and i asked um one of my students moms i said there is there no orchestra is all that acoustically them and she said absolutely so every single all the kids even um, and every single adult, there were cello, there was bass, there was violin, there was flute, there was um, the, the organ? The, the accordion. The accordion. Very good, um, Joy. Just un- unbelievable. Just and for our audience's sake, Shay was like, yeah. moving her hands <laughs> in and out from the microphone. <laughs> I could not figure trying it out. Trying to play little charades and Joey no. won. And it yeah. was, you know, and coming from a co- an, an acting coach's and student's perspective, you know, I'm watching everything. I'm watching... Um, for I'm watching these very specific looks and how they because obviously it's seeing it twice they're they're blocked a certain mm-hmm. way they're blocked to move to this spot at this time obviously it's a musical um, but there was still that amazing listening and they took their time and I think that's what's so cool about being a part of a show that's all acoustic there's no you, you don't have a, a, a million different places people waiting for you what a good point yeah, yeah. so they could just happen the, the blocking, the dialogue, it could all just happen. And there was one part I want to point out where she said a line. She said, oh, what should I play? She was talking about playing on the piano. And she named a bunch of um, talented musicians. And then she said, maybe I'll play something of my own. And she goes on to play a, um, a super famous um, composer. And the first time I didn't notice it. And the second time I said to myself, I say, watch if she makes the decision to actually play. I want to see her go through it in her head what she's going to play. I want to see her make that decision. And the first time I said, I have to watch for that second time because I missed it. And she did. She took the five seconds to think about all the names that she just said and mm. have the and make the decision and show the audience the thought life she was having to to say, okay, I'm going to play this composer. And it, I, it just it was the smallest moment that I could have been the only one who caught it, but it was magical for me because yeah. I got to see the actor go, you know, say an, a line of dialogue, think about the line of dialogue, have a thought, have a moment before, and then land it on her next line, which and is what we do. Absolutely. And that's, and that's, that's the blessing and curse to be an acting coach and yeah. to know what we know. Cause when I couldn't it, just enjoy it. Right. Well, but when it's done well, <laughs> yeah. you get to appreciate it next level. Yes. But when it's not, you, you have to painstakingly yes. experience the moment and go, oh, you didn't really think about that. No, <laughs> no. And it was it was beautiful. It was a really cool and, and going going to see a show for me. And it was funny because it was there was a lot of things going on this weekend. Right. Um, in no. My, oh, OK. In I'm my sorry. Life. A ton of things. I'm going to back up yeah. for a second. So we just got done with our Valleywood camp, which is a marathon. It's it's a okay. monster. It's like for our staff here, we we go like 15, 16 hour days five, six days in a row, maybe longer, including all the sets and things that we build. Yeah. 
for the kids. So by the time we're done on Friday, I mean, our legs are jello. Yeah. Right. You're just wiped. And and Shay goes to two shows that our students are in that they've invited her to go to these shows. And I mean, that's a testament to you and your dedication to our people here. And I want to tell you that that a that's amazing. And thank you. And yeah. And B, I just think that that shows an incredible um, amount of heart to, to be a person that's going to go and show up for our students. Well, and that's where my my perspective shifted. Right. Because and I'll be 100 percent honest. I was thinking about all the things I had to do this weekend and that those two were kind of a part of that. Well, here's the deal. Right? I, I mean, I, you love was. our students. You oh love our God. students. But after the week we had, you couldn't have yeah. wanted to go to a show yeah. until you got there. <laughs> right? right. And I sat there in the audience, Matt, and I literally was like, this is my job. This is my job. And I get to, but by the, the wonderful grace of these parents who, who allow us and ask us to come, they don't have to ask us to be there. Yeah. And they, they made a special thing to ask me and Brian, these two teachers who love their kid to come watch him. And I'm sitting there going, I get to see a, a wonderful story happen. I get to see it twice. I get to see it with one of my coworkers who enjoys it as much as I do. And we're just two little kids in a candy store watching all this happen. And we're getting all these ideas for our theater. And, and it was, it was just two and a half hours where I was just like, this is so cool that I got, that I got to do this. And it turned into a how, how am I going to fit this into my schedule? I have to bake mac and cheese at nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> and get to the show on time. And it was those two and a half hours where I was like, this is what we do it for. I got to say, Joey and I are both very grateful that you made that mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, it's freaking amazing. It's Thank a, you. Let me just give you a round of applause for that. I mean, it was. Thank you. She brought in some leftovers for, for us and we fought over Southern them. Southern girl. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot of breadcrumbs and it was awesome. A lot of breadcrumbs. Yeah, it was. <laughs> So, so I should give a shout out because I've been going to the Phoenix Theater shows for a long time, having been involved in, in the theater industry here, and they really are great. Phoenix Theater puts on some professional shows, and if you have a chance to go see any of the Phoenix Theater shows, we highly recommend going, mm -hmm. supporting them. We want to make sure that Phoenix Theater is thriving for, for a very long time in this community because they're doing some really, they really great work. They are in their 100th season. See, there you go. They're in their hundredth season, and right and now. what a big deal! And you know what? There there are so many ups and downs that came with coming on to your hundredth season, and so many times they probably almost shut their doors for sure, and they fought through it, you know, and and that that is that is saying a lot. So I'm yeah. really glad that you went, and I'm glad that they were thriving and and that they had a, that great show. Yeah, go support Arizona Theater. Absolutely. So um, I I want to just say this really quick. Um, I'm kind of a superhero. I didn't know this, but I've been limping around this place and kind of <laughs> toughing it out. I don't know if you heard the news, Shay, but I have a fully torn ACL, it turns out. Fully torn. Yeah. and uh, Which, for those of you who don't know, is probably the worst thing you could do to your knee. That's what my dad said. He's a doctor, and he goes, yeah, so bad news. You know, it looks like you have the worst you could possibly have with your knee. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and was, and was, everything's fine. Not going to lie. Rug, but no. Yes. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was I like, why? It's supposed to be, There it is. Yeah. That, that was, the, it, that was the one I meant to hit. Well, I want to say, I, I want to tie this in really quick because I love what you said, Shay. And, you know, we talk a lot about thought life and mm -hmm. acting. And this whole show is about how connecting acting to life is so powerful. And this idea of you 
framing your mind because you really can make a choice as to how you experience life yes. every second of your life. And that very small word of get to versus have to. Mm -hmm. I get to watch these shows versus I have to watch these mm -hmm. shows. I get to support my students versus I have to go support my students. And doing that for yourself mentally changes the experience completely. Mm -hmm. And so I found out this, this uh, news about my ACL today, and I took about, I think about 14 minutes to mourn a little bit because yes. it, it hey, <laughs> you, you were allowed to have your pity party. Yeah. I looked it up and it's like, oh man, this is a long process. I'm going to be out for like a year from the competitive sports that I love to play that got me here in the first place. Yeah. And I can't wait to go back and, and those of you who don't know challenge that myself what again. he did was as, as you know, when you're an athlete, you can move one wrong way and I'm a yoga teacher I get it you can you move one thing one wrong way and it's a really long recovery process so it's kind of silly because you made one wrong move that you didn't know was wrong and all of a sudden you're here yeah and I mean I still I still say it was a, it was a great move I what? just <laughs> I <laughs> put the defender you on, his, on his you know on his heels but I also put myself on the ground okay but um yeah, so I found out this news, and I'm having a pity party, like you said, about 14 minutes worth, and I'm looking up knees, and I'm looking up the recovery <laughs> time, and, and, and who's done it faster, and this and that, and I'm just feeling sad for a couple seconds, and something amazing happened. Um, I think, I don't remember if Joey called me or I called Joey. He texted me or something, and so I called him, and I just, I did what I preach. I just laid it out there, and I go, dude, here's how I'm feeling. And I just gave him the information. And Joey, share, would you like summarize a little bit about what you told me? Because it, it, it shifted me immediately. And I was so grateful that you were the one on the other end of the phone. Well, I started out by uh, showing sympathy because I know how much it means to you to play ball. You know, it's something we've done as a family for a really long time. And, um, and it's a big deal. But then I was diving deeper into it, and I think the spirit was speaking with, through me too because I could feel that something was off. And I was just explaining to you that, like, it really sucks in the moment, and there's no, no getting around that. But you just proved the importance of mind over matter, like you were talking about. And you walked around on a torn ACL for, like, almost two months. And then on top of that, you know, we're, we're going next level with our company and, and your public speaking and all that good stuff. And this is a story that will set you up to have success in the future because you get to talk about the truth of that situation. And you'll come back and you'll come back quicker than they tell you and you'll come back better because of that mindset. And um, it's just something that in the moment it sucks, but God has a plan for everybody and you just don't know how he's going to use that story for you, but it's going to be used in a big way. Boom. I, yeah. mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. This is coming out of the, the mouth of babes over here. Yeah. How old are you, Joey? 19 years old. Now you know why he's on the team. I mean, the yeah. kid's unbelievable. So, uh, so I hear that information. And the reason I was home, because as you know, I get up at 3.30, I, I have to take a nap on certain days. And today's one of those days because I'm teaching tonight. And so... For me to be my best, I have to gift my students later with a nap early mm -hmm. so that they get they get the best of me later on. And so my the reason I'm home is to nap. Well, mm -hmm. I get this news and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not doing, you know, I, I'm not doing my servanthood work for my students by taking a nap. Instead, I'm on the Internet searching knees, knees and pictures <laughs> of knees and people have been through knees. And um, 
And so I get this news from Joey and it was like, snap, my whole, my, my, my mind shifted. I, I put on a meditation. I went right to sleep and I, and I got a good hour and a half, just like recharge. I woke up just full of life and excitement. And you saw me when I walked yeah. in, I was just pumped to be here, like really excited to be here and be back and be, be, um, you know, surging forward. And it's, it's that easy. And it's also that easy to fall backwards if you don't bring it up and seek help. Right. And to Joey's um, credit, when I reached out to him and he knows this, I didn't want sympathy, sympathy, really. Now, he says he gave me sympathy. You didn't really give me sympathy. You gave me empathy, which is you understood where I was coming from. And that's that's a powerful thing and very good. But I didn't want, oh, you know, Matt, it's okay. Oh, you know what? Why don't you take the day off? You know, whatever. Now, I mean, I wanted it, but, <laughs> but I didn't want it. You yeah, know? humanly. Yeah, humanly. I, in the flesh, I'm like, oh, I want this thing. But the spirit wants someone to kick me in the butt and go, right. dude, get out. Go do your thing. So then I woke up, and then beyond that, I then became motivated to give. So the little thing, like, like even though I have a torn ACL, I took the trash out. Yes. Which at our house is a, is a, is an extra. It's it's a hard. It's a little further away with a torn ACL. It's effortful, and I was just about to leave. I opened up the trash and it's full. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want my wife to come home to this. So I took that out. And then I'm walking around. I see the dishes. I'm like, I'm gonna do the dishes. You know, she didn't have time to do that this morning. She she was doing something else. So I did that. And so the, this whole feeling of being sorry for myself turned into let me help and give to other people. Yeah. And it all came from you, Joey. So thank you. Yeah. And and thank you. I was about to say it's really cool how it revolves like throughout the day. Cause obviously everybody's day can be long and like you go through a bunch of different emotions, right? And uh Right before we were about to do this podcast, I was going through stuff and I just I had made a huge mistake and I lost some footage from stuff that we had shot. And uh, <laughs> I was like looking for it, looking on our drives and I just knew I was like, oh, man, I definitely lost that. And so the first thing I did when you came in the door was I told you and it was really hard for me to do that because I haven't done that in the past, like in any aspect of my life. And uh, you've just been like hard on me in that way of like release it because it'll make you feel better and once I released it like it was still there for a second but then I was like oh my gosh like that's off my shoulders we're gonna figure out how to fix it and we'll learn from it and we'll have better processes next time so it doesn't happen again mm -hmm. and that was something where immediately after I helped you I needed the same help and you were there for me and it, I, if one, if we didn't have one, we wouldn't have had the other, which yeah. is cool. It's a domino effect. Well, you know, it's yeah. funny. I mean, our team must be so broken because the morning started with me helping Brian through the same stuff. Right. <laughs> because he we woke up. We were all feeling it this yeah. Monday. So last night, Brian got sick. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for him, uh, unfortunately, a, a just a standard fever puts him in the hospital. Right. Everybody else, a standard fever is a standard fever. You go to the doctor, you get fixed up. Well, for him, just because we have to be worried, especially now with the new kidney, that it's something he's just got to go do. And so for him, it's funny because it's like going to the hospital has just become normal, but it's also just really inconvenient. Yes. Because his life is rolling in one direction. He's, he's doing this stuff. And, and everything then all of a sudden, has to stop. Yeah, he gets derailed for a second. And so... He, uh, you know, he reached out to me the same way I reached out to Joey and I did the same idea. Like I kind of, kind of smacked him around a little bit and I said, you know, you got this, you know, this, there's a reason for this, et cetera. I mean, the same type of stuff Joey was telling me and, uh, and Brian got on his A game. And, and as a matter of fact, right now, I believe John Luke is at the hospital yes. rehearsing with Brian for, for the play that they're going to be in or for the master class we're going to have. And that's a different mindset. 
Brian saying, let's rehearse at the hospital versus I got to take the day off. Yeah. And how inspiring is he now that he's doing that? Yeah. I mean, that's an incredible story. And talk about stories, Joey. Now that becomes his story where it's, it's not it's not the adversity. It's how you handle the adversity. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what do you guys think? Should we should we call Brian and see if he answers the phone at the yeah, hospital? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, he's uh he's he's been on the line. He's just listening. Oh, is oh, it, is he? Is yeah. he? Let's yeah. let's let's patch him in. All right, guy. I didn't know you already called him. Oh yeah, he's been on the line. Just oh crap! Now he now he heard me talking about him. He heard the compliment. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> now he's never gonna listen. All right, Brian, you're you're on. They can hear you. Hi, Brian. Hi, everybody. Yo, Brian guy. So so, uh, so, how long did you hear everything? Hopefully, you didn't hear anything bad I said about you. <laughs> um, just like a little bit of the bad. So oh, okay. I think there was a lot worse. He only heard the back half then. Hey, so good. let's let's hear let's hear your take on uh, on what we're talking about here. No, I I loved what you were saying, man. Um, and I, I'm feeling the same way over here in that like it's so much about about mindset and letting yourself shift uh, into something. It, I was I loved hearing about your your knee and how you handle that and um for me right now it's this is the first time that i've made a decision to not uh let that happen when i get sick not go into negative and not let it spiral me backwards um because usually that would be the case usually you make it into a full rest day you have a tv in here you throw on the tv you know and you're just laying and you can justify it because it's like well i'm resting or whatever um, and this is the first time that I've, thanks to the help of you and, and the team and, and of God gone, nope, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm going to just keep surging forward at, from where I'm at and give a hundred percent of what I have where I'm at. And obviously my hundred percent when I'm in a different situation, it looks different than it does right now, but I'm giving a hundred percent of where I'm at right now. Right. And it feels pretty dang good. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and it, it starts from a willingness to reach out immediately reach out early Mm -hmm. and honestly if you if you reach out to me you know you're not going to get the easy answer so you've sort of already done the hard work yeah (laughs) you know just by reaching out to me in the first place you go all right well it's going to be matt's opinion on this thing well that's that's what i love about about you about our team it's like you're not you're not going to get that you know we're going to get pull truth out of each other and push each other which is really great i wish there were you know more people more teams doing that yeah and and just to just to segue off of that it's really cool because i know when i go to you for advice you're not going to give me the answer i want to hear but you're actually going to play into both sides of Mm -hmm. whatever argument opinion whatever happened and you'll give me the lesson and you'll say these are the good things you did. Here's where you're right. Here's where you can grow. Here's w- where you can um, prevent this in the future. Yeah. And that's the difference because the truth is it takes two to have an argument, right? Yeah. And a lot of the time it comes from love just saying it in the wrong way. So um, that's something powerful that I've been taught by you. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm reading a book right now on vulnerability and it's really great. I'm I'm sorry that I can't remember the name of it. I don't have my phone on me right now, but um, I'll I'll bring it up in the next podcast so everyone can know the name of it and go read it. This this lady, her name is Dr. Brene Brown. Have you heard of her? I know that name. She's she's crazy good at what she does. And 
what we're doing, what we've been doing is so right on. Like we are living this stuff that, that she's talking about and she has the research to back up what we've been doing and been working toward. And the power of vulnerability, the power of being able to admit you're wrong right away, the power to admit I was weak, to, to show weakness, to show vulnerability and your emotions and whatnot is transformative across an organization and it's transformative in our own lives mm-hmm. and um and it's an exciting book to read because it, we we get to see the statistical um analysis that will back up the work that we've been doing here and that we're doing with our students and and really like today today's is really fun testament of um of the work that we're doing and how we bounce this stuff off of each other three or four times today and all of us are better because of it. Right. And it's so cool that it's all happening on a, uh, on a Monday, <laughs> you know? And I hate yeah. that. I hate that Mondays have such that I feel like they're the, you know, they're the, they're the, they're the pasta in the bot in the pasta box that got forgotten about that didn't get cooked. Monday you is. You know, Monday is. Yeah. You know, it's interesting though. Mo- Monday's gone. Monday's disappeared for me. It doesn't exist. See, they're, it's getting it's getting there for me, but I still have, like this morning I'm on the phone with my mom and like had this great week and great weekend and got so much done and was so productive. And I used to get, I call them the Sunday scaries. And part of it, <laughs> part of it's a lot of my anxiety, but it makes it really hard for me to go on vacation. Like I just have some stuff that I struggle with that I have to work through every day. And the Sunday scaries are a big thing for me. And Monday mornings I wake up and my mom said, she goes, you know, what, what's up? And I said, it's just Monday. Mondays freak me out. They make me worried and I don't know where it's coming from. And that's even more frustrating that I can't pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. And then we got here and my mom called again at about noon. She said, I just wanted to make sure you were feeling better. She goes, I can hear it in your voice. Your day is better. And I said, yeah, I make it up in my head. Mondays did nothing wrong to me. <laughs> at all and it's what we do in our head so the thing I, the thing i want the place i would like you to get to and i'd really like everyone listening here to get to is um this commitment to every day is just as important as the next day yeah and therefore there isn't a day that you're going to look forward to that's more valuable than another day totally it's just so, a day so to me monday is no different than saturday mm-hmm. and i do the same ritual every day and that includes father's day which was sunday i still get up at 3 30 mm-hmm. come in here do my work do my thing uh, that includes my birthday that includes christmas that includes every day there really isn't a difference and so to me every day is father's day and i was explaining this to my wife because yesterday she was she was in a place where she needed sleep she's been our our baby went through a little bit of a sleep regression and my just wonderful saint of a wife <laughs> takes all the, the night feeds because we're, we're 100% breastfeeding. And so she just doesn't wake me up. She, she just takes it all. And, I, and I, I hardly ever know that she's even done it. And so yesterday, her eye, she said, my eyes are burning. I'm, I'm so tired. And I said, babe, go to sleep. Yeah. Like, take a nap. And as soon as we get to my dad's house, take a nap. And she's like, no, no, I can't do that. It's Father's Day. I'm like, babe, I'm, a- I'm asking you to take a nap. Because you're going to be a better person for us, right. and you're you know you're going to be more loving and giving, and you're going to have more energy at the end of the night if you take a nap. Well, she didn't listen to me, <laughs> and so the end of the night last night she was cranky. <laughs> okay, and and so you know we got through this moment, and then this morning she wakes up and she apologizes, and I say, hey, no problem. But what I want you to learn and listen to is 
Yesterday was Father's Day. That's no different to me than any other day. Every day is Father's Day to me. So if, if, if on Father's Day I get the opportunity to be a better father and to give you a nap, I'm going to take that, you yeah. know, and I'm going to be grateful for it. And you don't have to say, like, like one thing or another. And and your body's talking to you. Yeah. Your eyes are burning. Listen to your eyes. Your husband's saying take a nap, and God talks through other people. So your husband's saying go take a nap. The only thing you need to apologize for is not listening to these signs. Right. And just following through with what you should have done, which is take care of yourself so that you have more in your bucket to help other people. Yeah, totally. Well, and that's just part of us, one, as women, and two, as the pressure we put on holidays. And, yeah. you know, well, it's I can't do that because it's your day. But yeah, but, it, but what it, it's, the weird part is it turns into a pride thing. Yeah, it, yeah. It turns into a, uh, I, I don't want to do that because I, I want, I, I don't want to look bad. Like taking attention If away. I show up to your dad's yeah. and I'm not a dad and I take a nap, right. I don't know how that's going to look on me. Right. Instead of trusting me to lift her up right. and to say, hey guys, my wife's taking a nap because every day is Father's Day for me. My wife treats me so well and, and she needs to sleep yeah. and I'm asking her to sleep. And, and I would have, you know, she, every, nobody would have cared anyway, but she would, she yeah. would have been set up and it would have been a positive experience. It wouldn't have been a big deal. And, and so, um, mic drop. um, we need a mic drop soundtrack. Yeah. That'll, that'll, uh, mic drop coming soon in the next podcast. <laughs> Joey just set a time limit on himself. But anyway, if you wrap your mind around this, Shay, Monday won't be a thing. I want you to know because you need to know, but it's almost this, this deal where you, you should almost need to remind yourself. Like, oh, today's Friday, cool. Today's whatever, cool. But th- therefore, the work never ends mm-hmm. and it never starts. Like, it's, it's, I, I don't want there to be an end on Friday. Yeah. I don't want there to be an end on Thursday. Yep. It should just be, you know, I'm moving into the next thing yeah. and, and I'm, I'm working as hard as I need to work on this yep. day for these particular things. And that type of energy and excitement and work ethic is placed into every area of your life cool. so it doesn't feel any different. And if you set those bookends like I've talked about and every morning you do the same thing, then Sunday feels no different than Monday. Yeah, that's a great – no, it's a totally great perspective. How you feeling, Brian? I couldn't agree more. I love I love um, what you were saying about Monday because I've done that before so many times. Uh, where I, I worry about like uh, I'll, for me it's like expectations like, my, and story. should I say your birthday Brian yeah my birthday <laughs> yeah yeah I love my birthday and I always make my birthday this big thing and a lot of people there different things and and now this last year I had an amazing time on my birthday and we worked all day mm-hmm. like literally all day and we went to the film festival and I got to be surrounded by Truly, the people who I care about the most. And yet, and yet, like like Shay said about her her show that she went to and that you, the both of you went to, um, that day of work. I mean, come on, that's our job. But we yeah. had so much fun that I day. I know. Oh, it's, it's awesome. So great. Oh. So, so what was your morning like, Brian, at the hospital? Um, it was really good. I, so I got up and I got up at um, but all morning though was like. So, like, I got in here late last night, and so they ran MRIs. They ran, like, all kinds of just different tests. And so they weren't done running tests until probably, like, uh, 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, Sweet. So, Oof, uh, general. 
What's that? Big oof, general. Yeah. And so, so then Good I finished night. all those tests and did stuff, and then I, I rested for a little bit, and then they start doing more things in the morning. But my energy when I got up after going to sleep was still super high. And um, that's crazy because I can even just remember the last time I was here a month ago with this exact same thing. It's totally different experience. And I was, you know, good energy, but the the guy that everybody knew was going to be sleeping until like noon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like straight up. Um, and so it was just really cool, really exciting to not be in that place and be able to even look back and go, wow, so there's that bit of growth and I can't wait to just keep growing and, and keep keep doing that, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. And and I want to like just as we wrap up here, I want to I want to just mention for everyone, I am not a proponent of not sleeping. I just want everyone to know that because I, <laughs> like I said, my, I was begging my wife to take a nap. I was begging her to sleep because it was what was right for her. Right. So right. There's, a, there's just a difference between lethargy, lethargy and um, is that right? Lethargy being lethargic. That's got to be lethargy. I think it's lethargy. Um, so th- there's a difference between that and just sleeping when you need to sleep. And, and people really do need different amounts of sleep. That's that's totally fine. But it's a matter of of you, you should have something set and you should have prepared the day before so that whatever your time is, no matter what day it is, you burst out of bed and you cannot wait to start your routine mm-hmm. because it means that much mm-hmm. to you. It should be life or death. And you look at it and you go, if I don't do, I'm afraid not to do this thing because this is what's propelling me to yes. greatness. Yep. And, and, yeah. and it's really important that you do it every day consistently so that on the off days, which happen more often than the good days, on the off days you have something to, to fall back on, which is your routine. Right. So here Brian is in the hospital and he needs a routine. If you don't have the routine... Then, then, yeah, then all the tests become an excuse. This becomes an excuse. And the truth is Brian's going to sleep a lot in the hospital. Like that's going to happen, but he doesn't need mm-hmm. to just check out and be like, uh, and, and that all comes from the, oh, woe is me, the feeling yep. sorry for yourself well, attitude. Perspective. Yeah. And instead intention. of, instead of saying, yeah. I'm going to go after it in the hospital and I'm going to inspire people from the hospital and I'm going to yeah. be, you, you know, like pushing myself forward in the hospital and, yeah. and all that can happen through the bird. And Through on the, the other side, take care of yourself and, and listen to the bird. <laughs> no, you, here's the thing, Brian. It's it's all about through the bird. It's all through the bird. Everything that you on, do is guys. through the bird. Did you hear that? Someone's got to share that with me at some point. Yeah, we're going to wrap the podcast <laughs> here by just le- uh, acknowledging so that everyone knows on the podcast, we all have an inside joke here. Um, me discussing this idea through the bird, and Brian just still hasn't figured out what it means yet. No idea. Nope. No yeah. clue. And, 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 and before, he should. Before we wrap really quick, I just want to speak into him because um, for those of you who don't know, we just got an apartment recently, the two of us, and it's been really, really inspiring for me. Um, it's my first place, and he's just been really good about his routine, and that's like a new side of Brian that I haven't seen and he's pushed me in that way to get better myself. So he'll straight up tell me, like, to do certain things that will make our place, our environment, a better place. And he's living by example by doing those things before I do them. And he'll get up at 5.30. And then some mornings, not going to lie, I sleep in. And instead of letting me fall, 
he'll come in once and he'll be like, hey, Time to get go. out of bed, lazy, <laughs> you know, and it, it helps me because uh, I, I shouldn't need the kick in the butt. But the fact that he's living by that example, I want to rise to his level. Cool. And it's really cool. It's been an awesome experience. So thanks, Bri. Thank you, bud. I love living with you. You're an amazing kid. You guys are so cute. Love you guys. Oh <laughs> I love you all. All right, everyone. So uh, take the steps necessary. Change yourself. And when you change, the people around you are going to change or the people around you are going to change. <laughs> this has been the Daring <laughs> Acting Studio Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Peace out.